We in the building today? What's going on, everybody? And welcome, welcome, welcome back to another edition, another installment, another episode of your favorite sports show. The Granite Out Sports Show is here again. We are here with another one, back with another one. Um, your boy Tyler Pie Guy and uh, Cousin Scrap. Uh, Cousin Scrap couldn't be here with us this week, so I'm holding it down for us this week. <laughs> you know, we just some common fans that just talk some sports. You know, we talk some basketball, you know, some football, you know, and a little, little something sprinkled in between. So welcome, everybody, to the podcast. We appreciate you. We thank you. And we love you. You feel what I'm saying? So continue to subscribe uh, to the podcast wherever you listen. Right. And uh, if you're watching us here on the THC Media Network, continue to subscribe as well. All right. We appreciate you. Listen, we have a great show for you today. Um, I'm excited. Very excited for this show. This show specifically. Um, and I was going to do it whether Scrap was here or not. But I think I think with now Scrap not being on this specific episode, I need to kind of address some people. Um, personally, um, I don't know these people personally, but I mean, personally on like, you know, kind of giving them maybe some, just some advice or just talking to them, you know, maybe in a way that they might not be or have been talked to. Right. Um, we have a couple people on the docket today. Um, and honestly, I just want to get started. Right. Shall we just get started? Listen, so. Let's let me let me let me let me let me talk to um Jeff Hardy real quick, bro. Uh Jeff Hardy, um if you don't know who Jeff Hardy is, Jeff Hardy is a world-renowned wrestler, um producer, musician, entertainer, um and personally one of my most one of my favorite wrestlers and wrestling entertainers of all time um you know him you may know him from the hardy boys um and just him and that that era in the 90s especially the late 90s early 2000s where they were just entertaining with edge and christian killing the game with the dudley boys i mean it was it was watching those watching a lot of those tapes back it was amazing to see that you feel what I'm saying? And I've been watching Jeff Hardy, Jeff Hardy since SmackDown 2002. You feel what I'm saying? I seen when, you know, Jeff, you know, couldn't, you know, they, they thrust, they thrust him into the, the spotlight and trying to get the, 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 the WWE championship against Randy Orton lost at the Royal Rumble. But then he got it, you know, in a triple threat match against Triple H Edge. You know, I seen when he went to TNA and won the World Heavyweight Championship. Like, I I I I adore there's certain there's certain if you want to say celebrities or athletes in a sense or entertainers in this world who have made a name for that stuff that I've watched for a long time that I really, really do fuck with. And I adore, uh, and, and I adore, right? And I think Jeff Hardy, for me, is one of those people. Um, and as a fan, I, I feel as though you can always talk and be real to, you know, to the people that have 
you know, made a kind of an impact in your life. So, Jeff, this is my this is my um, this is my uh, kind of. You know, my my advice speech to you. Um, I seen recently that you made your your return to AEW. Um, shout out to you. I'm glad that you're back um, in a sense. However, I'm going to also be honest, like I'm, I'm glad that you're making your money. and I'm glad that you're doing what you're doing. But maybe just like a Tom Brady, you don't know when to sit down. And I would love for you as a fan, for you to get yourself together first before getting back out on that ring. Now, I can't tell, I can't sit here and say whether or not you're together or not. You only know that, right? And you're only going to let us know and let your family and maybe even your, your the people that's closest to you know what what only you want them to know. Right. But I've been watching your ups and downs for the past 15, 20 years. Um, yes, yeah, it's about nine. Been watching you since about nine, ten, ten years old, brother. I'm telling you now. You I I don't I do not want you to just lose yourself because a company needs ratings. Now, I'm not saying AEW needs the ratings, but you are a ratings machine. You generate ratings, revenue, merch rate. I mean, merch. You are a a hot commodity when you step into the ring. Your name brings cash. We don't call him the charismatic enigma for nothing. But, bro, I know your back got to hurt. I know your body has to hurt. But then, Todd, what is he going to do? Because maybe all he knows is wrestling then that's where we have to understand where are you investing your money? How are you using your money? But before that, we have to get Jeff together. Jeff has to be right. And I need people to stop enabling, thinking that he can just come back really quick and just, you know, do it. I, 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 no. Yo, like, I'm a fan. And so seeing him return, I'm like, all right, cool. I see where AEW going with this. I I see where y'all going with this. I don't like it um, because I don't want to see my mans continue to get hurt. I don't want to see Cousin Jeff continue to get hurt for me. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't want to see that. I, I don't want to see his body continue to just get battered and bruised. Like, it's like... For me, it's the same way I felt with The Undertaker. You feel me? It's the same way I felt with The Undertaker. When they kept putting him in in WrestleMania after WrestleMania after WrestleMania, after he getting his ass whooped by, like, Shawn Michaels and Triple H, Triple H himself, I mean, fucking Brock Lesnar 
beat the brakes off his ass, and y'all still putting him in matches. Why? Because his name generates money, ticket sales, and revenue, and merch sales. So you can tell me as a fan, yeah, I do it for the love of the sport. I, I'll, I'll accept that. But as the fan, I'm telling you, you have a family and you have yourself to look out for. There's more to this world than just wrestling. And I know I'm about to get a lot of pushback from that. But listen here, bro. How long have you been doing this, Jeff? You've been doing this for almost 30 years. Maybe 30 years plus, bro. Give your body a break. Go sit down somewhere. But I can't say nothing because look at Ric Flair, bro. He, he what? Did he just retire? Didn't Ric Flair just retire? Ric Flair just retired. So it's like, what do I? I don't know. I don't know. I I. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And it's not to say I don't like AEW. AEW is a great establishment. But again, I would say the same thing if WWE was bringing his ass in. Yo, you doing it? Are you bringing him in because he he, he really wants to be there? Or are you bringing him in because he's more of an asset to you? Or is it both? I don't know. But, you know, all power to you, Jeff. You know, I, you still got a fan of me. You know, you still got a fan of me. So. Uh, also, all right. So, secondly, let's get into um, the man of the hour that has been really talked about, um, really since the playoff um, playoffs were, or, or kind of the regular season was um, kind of tipped. <laughs> Woo! Salut! <laughs> so, thank you. So, um. You know, kind of when the uh, the playoffs, bl- thank y'all, you know what I'm saying? If you said bless you, thank you. <laughs> but um, kind of as the playoffs are, you know, coming to a coming uh, as they're coming in and the regular season is coming out, you know, coming to a close. You know, one of the biggest stories that have been kind of talked about is uh, Zion Williamson um, and kind of where he's been. And, um, you know, reports have said, you know. You know, he's, well, basically, not even reports. He's been injured. Uh, like, hold on. Let me fix the camera. There we go. He's been injured, right? He's been injured most of the season, right, basically. And so, you know, I guess the Pelicans maybe were maybe maybe were hoping that he would come back for their playing time and their playing tournament. And I would think so uh, because, you know, Zion – that, put a picture up for me. Zion, you out here, I get it. You injured, right? I get it. You may not feel like the Zion of old. And that's because you're transitioning into a new Zion, which it's murky. Everybody goes through this transition. Um, it's change that's happening. You're not the same player you once were. You have to understand and 
or you're not even the same player, the same person you once were at Duke or at, you know, wherever you were at, at that age of 18, 17. You're not that person anymore, Zion. So who are you now? Where does that go for you? Because to me, your body is fine. What I'm seeing from you is that you're lost in not a mental sense, right? He's not mentally ill, right? I think he's very, you know, he's very intelligent and aware of what's going on. I think when what he says of I'm not here, he's lost in a sense where, yo, this is a lot to deal with. As Chris Broussard from the Odd Couple said, like, yo, he's 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 a 22, 23 year old dude, just like John Moran, who's going through this 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 transition of of a new phase. And and a lot of old heads are coming down on him. But I'm like, yo, relax, because y'all didn't have social media. Now, the thing is, y'all had the scrutiny of the media. But let's keep this a bean. The media wasn't going after everybody especially not no-name players. Social media can castrate a no-name like that. You understand what I'm saying? And so the media is more vile. It's a, it's a little bit more gruesome over here. I, I, will, I will definitely go on the side of that. But in that, you also have to persevere and still keep moving forward. I do agree with the OGs in that as well. You have to keep you have to keep persevering and moving forward. If you're saying your body is fine, I can play. But I'm just lost because basically, you know, social media is telling me that first of all, I need I need hear me to the Zion Williamson's and all the young guns coming into the NBA, the NFL, any type of major celebrity status, anything. Do not get caught up in the social media. Nothing. Please don't get caught up in this shit, bro. Those 60,000, 600,000, 6 million, 16 million followers. I ain't saying they all fake, but I'm not saying they all witch. They not all witch. All right. That's what I meant to say. There we go. They not all witch. Understand what that is. Be here and be present in the real, in the reality. See, what a lot of people are doing is escaping the social media as a depression mechanism. Come on now, we ain't talking about that. And we're looking to social media to validate how we feel and who we are. No, you need to find that outside of the device and outside of the app that you're using. You're trying to put stake into that. Come on now, Zion. Do you really want to play? Get me off. Do you really want to play? Because, again, everybody can point to your, your, your game at Duke where you had a busted up ankle. Boy, you wrapped that thing up like Jordan and said, I'm, I'm, I'm out there. So because you've had a couple injuries, you've been down, you've hit, you've hit bottom. Okay. You've hit bottom. Where do you go from the bottom? 
you go up. But there's work to do. But see, again, a lot of y'all don't know how to get there. So ask for help for one and for two. Be willing and able to adapt and change again. You're not the same person you were at 18. Be okay with that. Be fine with that, Zion. You're not the same player that you were at 18. Be okay with that. Fix where you need to fix. And what you can't right now, you 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 go with it and, and fix it when you can. Bruh, like we were talking about you as a generational talent, a a a a, a, a once in a lifetime. And when you're out on the court, bro, like it's it's legit. But we need you just out on the court. But we want you to be healthy. Not just in the body, but also in the mind. Right. So, listen, we got love for you over here, Z. We just we just want you to not be lost. Because of what other people are talking about or what other people are saying, bro, you're fucking Zion Williamson. But what I will say is don't be sitting out here dunking pregame at pregames and shit like that. And then be talking about, oh, I don't like what people are talking about. All right. Listen, now, if your ass can play, get your ass up out there and play. Now, don't be doing no windmill motherfucking dunks and shit. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. All right, I'll back off. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Um, another one, another one. Let me, let me get to, let me, let me get to my guy. Let me get, let me, let me get to my guy. Oh, let me get to my guy. Dame Dollar. Big Dame. Cash on Dame. Cash app Dame. Damian Lillard, man. I mean, all-star, future Hall of Famer. Yo, I need Damian Lillard to leave Portland immediately. I'm going to say it again. I need Damian Lillard to leave Portland immediately. Don't ask me why. I think y'all already know the answers to that. Um, as a Damian Lillard fan, watching him for the last 10 plus years in the NBA, it has been sickening. And we talked about Luka last week, right? Leaving the Mavs. No, Damian Lillard has literally given his blood, sweat, tears, fears, took this team to, I mean, I mean, put Portland on a on the map, back on the map, bro. What? Back on the map. And we have nothing to show for. It.
It's time for uh, it's time for Portland to let um actually no, it's time for Damian Lillard to let Portland go. I don't know what it is. Um, maybe it's the money. Maybe it's the community. Maybe it's something else. But bruh, it's really time to get up out of there. You know. I'm not feeling it no more. If he comes back in a Blazers jersey next year, I'm just like, yeah, I'm not buying that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because Damian Lillard, this is he, he's too much of a consistently great effing player to not sit here. And I'm like, It's like, wow, you know, like Damian Lillard, like all-star future Hall of Famer on a team where they get little to no mass media visibility, you know, talked about in the, in the, in the, in the, in the books with three, with, with the three point gods, you know, and still I'm looking for my guy to get a ring. You know, they were talking about, you know, he would be great with the Heat. I think he will be great anywhere. I just want my man to be somewhere where he can go get his ring. That's it, bro. That's it. I just I just want him to go get his ring. But, Dane, it's time, bro. Let it go and let Portland go. The trailblazers, I mean, not the city, right? The 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 love and the 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 admiration and love that you've given that community, nothing's going to top that. But brother, that organization, they're not going to continue to put pieces around you for real. And obviously, they don't have the money nor the cap space. So, hey, gotta do what you gotta do, man. Gotta do what you gotta do. Next on the docket, really quick, your guy, um, Rudy. Gobert. The interesting thing about this is when I talked about the Rudy Gobert trade last year um, in the summer, that was the same time that um, KD was forcefully asking for a trade. Now, I said he he should be able to get one because Minnesota should not be asking for too much. Well, they 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 shut my ass up because not, not they gave out the kitchen sink for this man now Rudy Gobert is a defensive you can say monster or prowess but for you last year as Minnesota to be in what the 10th place and go to the um Western Conference Finals and then to go in to get Rudy Gobert and then to get Again, into the play-in tournament, you got into the play-in tournament once and then go again, you get Rudy, to then go into the play-in tournament again? What did I say? I said at the start of the summer when this fucking trade happened that the I'm looking for the Minnesota Timberwolves to be at least the top four seed in the West. And where are we? You're in the play-in. Now, mind you, you did win your play-in, so you're 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 going against the Nuggets. 
But for you to sit here and be here, and then Rudy Gobert and, and Kyle Anderson having a little tit for tat, and y'all pushing and shoving and punching walls and shit? Come on, what are y'all doing? Rudy, how long you been in the league, bro? How many defensive players, like, yo, Kyle Anderson is telling you to block shots. What are you, what are you mad at about that? Now, he did call you a bitch, and I, I, will, I will concede. Like, you should, you know, swing was, was okay. But I'm thinking to myself, Rudy, no, honestly, this ain't got nothing to, uh, nothing to do with you. I'm thinking to myself for the Minnesota Timberwolves, I gave out house money for you, bro. He finally put up, a, I believe, a 22-12 and 12 game or something like that or whatever in the play-in. That is what people need from you, period. You're a seven-foot monster. There's no there's no reason you, you have a problem getting in the fucking paint. If Joel Embiid can get in the paint, if Jokic can get in the paint, so can you, Gobert. Stop acting like you just cannot shoot. <sighs> and that's why Kevin Durant couldn't get this straight because Minnesota got this. To stay in the same place. To stay to stay in the same place. To get you you trade everything. Everything to stay in eight. You were eight last year, you're eight this year. Oh, wow. Wow, wow, wow. Okay. All right, Rudy Gobert. <laughs> and the Minnesota Timberwolves. I guess. I got you. I got you. I got you. Uh, let's talk really quick about this Morocco um, football player, soccer player, and um, how he basically... Just just fucked all of our minds up. So here's the thing, briefly. The guy on the on on the um on on your left, as you see, um he's a, a Moroccan football player, very good. Uh I can't pronounce the name and I'm not even about to butcher it. Um and that is his soon to be, I guess, ex wife. Now she's filing for divorce because allegedly um, he has been uh, reported. Um, he he was allegedly reported uh, for rape in Paris, right? And so that is an ongoing investigation right now. And I guess that was the straw in the uh, the, the the camel's back because I believe their um, as reports say allegedly their uh, marriage has already been deter deteriorating, and so. You know, she's asking for half. She was asking like, yo, let me, you know, I'm I'm, I'm divorcing you. You know, I, it's been three years. I got two kids and um, I'm asking for half. And so basically what she, what she found out was that, you know, all of his assets, his money, everything is in his mom's name. You feel what I'm saying? Here is mama right here. And um the Moroccan player right here uh, that she's kissing. Everything is in her name. So he, if he wants it, she approves it. And it's not in the sense where, oh my God, it's my money. You know what I'm saying? No, like she's like, all right, you want this? Da, 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 da. All right, I got you. Da, 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 da. Bow, 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 bow. 
And I'm like, whoa, that's nuts. You feel what I'm saying? Like, now what does the girl do? Just stay on the farm and just sweep? I guess, man, that is, whew. especially if he, um, if he's charged with what he's charged with, that's nuts, right? And you got two kids and you with, ah, that's, that's just a lot. That's, that's a lot. That's a lot. But, and if, if all of taking all of the kind of all of the other shit away in retrospect, that's some smart shit, Right. Because a lot of people are just getting married to just get your assets, right? Build assets and then get your assets. Or if you already have assets, you know, kind of get in, get your name and everything like that and maybe get a seed or two out of you and then get some assets, right? And so in in retrospect, that is a smart move. Now, of course, with all the other shit that he has going on, it's, 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 it's a lot. But take away the other shit and say this is just a regular do-do-do, she you know, says, I want to marry, or he, you know, the couple wants to marry, and then after, like, you know, two years, it's, oh, I'm divorcing you, and I won't have, and everything is in your mama's name. Got everything in my mama (laughs) My guy, my guy, my guy. I ain't mad at you, though, bro. I ain't mad at you. Guys, did you know that black people invented hockey oh the white people gonna be looking at me like oh um yeah so let's play a video um really quick and uh let's take a look and let's take a listen hockey that the puck was the only thing black in hockey (laughs) but guess what i got for you show us Colored Hockey League, please. We need to show this. It says here the Colored Hockey League was hockey's first organized league in 1895. 1895, black African-Canadians um, created hockey. Show show the photos, images. There's a book called Black Ice that yeah, this yeah, yeah. white dude wrote. Yeah. And it's the history that they hid in Canada. Black history. Black hockey players in the 1800s. It's crazy. And they never said shit. It was in Nova Scotia. Yeah. Nova Scotia. Now, Nova Scotia, after the war, they had Africaville. Africans, Canadians created an Africaville. They don't have it anymore. They got rid of, you know, oh, they pushed Africans out because, you know, a lot of people come out of Nova Scotia. Now, the first black hockey player that went to the NHL, to the Boston Bruins, was from Nova Scotia. His name was Willie O'Ree. Okay. Willie, show Willie O'Ree real quick. Willie O'Ree. Was the first black player in hockey from Nova from Nova Scotia, the same <laughs> area that they discovered black people discovered hockey, created hockey. Now the Rock's father is from Nova Scotia. Wow. Was the Rocky first Johnson. was the first um, famous rest, black wrestler, right. the Soul Patrol. Yes, from yeah. Nova Scotia. So, listen. First of all, shout out to the black people in Nova Scotia. Okay. Obviously, the genetics is real. Um, that's lit. Um, cause you would you you would expect like, you know, hockey, NASCAR, you know, fencing, all of that shit. It's it's white as fuck. 
No disrespect to y'all, I love you. But like it's 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 white as fuck, and you don't see a lot of black people doing that shit. And if you do, it's very revolutionary. <laughs> um, um, so you know when you hockey is is to know like black people really were some of the first inventors of hockey. Um, that's a great feat. Shout out to Godfrey. Um, and let me tell y'all something. Comedians are very intelligent. Um, I know a lot of people were kind of in the comments like, what you talking about? That's not even, I'm like, stop, stop doing that. Stop thinking comedians aren't intelligent. They're very smart. They're very intelligent and, and, and talk from a place of knowledge. So listening to that, I was like, yo, I did, I did my research. That shit is real. Um, so shout out to Godfrey and shout out to, uh, to putting that 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 fun fact out here to know that black people again started something that you know our 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 other bra our other counterparts took and made their own. <laughs> yeah, man, me. All right, so then let's get into uh, the NBA playoffs. They are here. Put the graphic up. All right, so Western Conference, um, the play-in tournament is over, you know, um, and the playoffs actually started this past week, uh, this past weekend, and I'm pretty excited. So let's get into some scores really quick. Uh, We saw that um, a couple games were played uh, last night. and uh, we saw the uh, what is that? What is that? What is that? What is that? Let me see. Let me see. We saw the Warriors lose to the Kings one twenty six to one twenty three. We saw the Knicks lo- uh, actually win um, against the Cavaliers one oh one to ninety seven. We saw the Celtics beat the Hawks one twelve to ninety nine, and we saw Philly beat Brooklyn one twenty one to one oh one. Now. Uh, on Friday, we also saw, uh, the heat, you know, that was the play-in tournament and everything like that. So, uh, those play-in games are over and we're going to get some games tonight as well with the Lakers and the Grizzlies, uh, the heat and the Bucks, the Clippers and the Suns, and of course the Timberwolves and the Nuggets. Now, of course I, I look for, when I look at these series right here, I'm definitely looking for the Nuggets to pull out against the Timberwolves. Now, I'm definitely not saying the Timberwolves don't have the talent to do what they need to do. If Rudy Gobert and Cat can get it together and that whole squad can actually mature up a little bit, then maybe a series can go seven. But if that does not happen, uh, Nuggets in four. Uh, actually, no, Nuggets in five. Uh, Clippers versus the Suns. I see that going into a six to seven game series. Uh, Kawhi and Russ are not going to back down. Um, even if a lot of people have the Suns picked as their favorites, not only to come out of the West, but to win it all. Um, I do see the Clippers probably going, uh, trying to push this to six, but I also see the Suns most likely winning this in five or six. The Kings and the Warriors. The Warriors are already down one, so uh, they're going. They're already the underdogs. The Kings already are up one, so the momentum is on their side. Uh, but don't ever count out the Warriors, right? Um, I know the Kings have made a splash 
as the number three seed in the West. They've been doing some dynamic and, and, and amazing things over there. Mike Brown deserves, deserves coach of the year. When was the last time Sacramento was in the playoffs and then won their first game? Come on now. Like, stop playing with me, bro. Stop playing with me, bro. It's about to be a series. That the, Listen, I look for the Warriors to maybe win in six, probably go seven. I, I see De'Aaron Fox and them boys pushing the Warriors, our, our, our current champs, to a limit, right? But I think veteran uh, power can, can, can muster. But I also understand Mike Brown and how he is an amazing, amazing coach. Uh, we have the Grizzlies and the Lakers, of course. Um. Now this series can go seven games. I'm not gonna lie. Just because I feel like, you know what? Nope, I'm lying. Let me stop. Grizzlies in five. Grizzlies in five. Actually, no. Grizzlies. Grizzlies in six. I don't have a lot of faith in uh, Anthony Davis. I don't have a lot of faith in the team. I, I always know LeBron is going to show up. LeBron is going to give me thirty, thirty a night. That's just what that is. It's about your other team showing up. It's about the D'Angelo Russells showing up. Hell, it's about the Anthony Davises showing up on a consistent night-to-night basis. It is about your bench showing up. It is about everybody showing up because LeBron is not LeBron of old. He is LeBron of 2023, which is old. He's old. And he's still bodying everybody on that team. But because he's bodying y'all, he's it's like, oh, he can still do it. No, he's getting slower. He's getting hurt more. Superman, Superman's kryptonite is kryptoniting. So he's literally looking to y'all for help. Y'all pulled y'all asses up from your bootstraps and got your asses into the goddamn playoffs. Make something of it. Now, yeah, I got the Grizzlies in six because I feel like they're going to come out and smack y'all ass. But if y'all really want it, if y'all want to do it for Brian for real, do it for Brian for real. This man just passed Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. As the as the most with the most points in NBA history. If you're not going to do it for nothing else or yourself, do it for the man who damn near pulled y'all here. He damn near. Don't tell me he didn't pull them here. Do not tell me LeBron did not pull them here. Oh, Anthony. Oh, Anthony Davis had games which he should have had. He should be scoring 35 and 15. He should be having Joel Jokic days and nights every fucking night. Don't tell me that shit. You see why Jokic and them is number one? You see why Philly and them is number three? You see why Jokic, fucking Giannis, and fucking uh, Embiid have consistently over the last, what, four, three, four years have been the top three votes for MVP consistently? Why? Shit. It gets me upset because Anthony Davis should fucking be there. 
He should be in the fucking conversation, but you're not because you play like trash. Fuck. <laughs> you have a chance. Y'all have a fucking opportunity to make a run. You got your bubble championship and now you got comfortable, bro. Get out of your fucking comfortable ass head. The Lakers can trade you at any fucking time. LeBron is expendable. LeBron stay. LeBron can do what the fuck he whatever the fuck he want to do. Anthony Davis, you cannot. You don't have LeBron status and just because you are maybe LeBron's cool partner, I don't give a fuck. You don't have that status. We can trade you. We can trade you. We can do what we did. We can do what we did just like Russ to you. Don't play with us, bro. Stop playing in our faces like this. So, I see the Grizzlies winning in six. Do I want this to go seven? Yes. But I do see the Grizzlies winning in six. Uh, All right, let's get to the East. Uh, the Bucks and the Heat. I definitely see the Bucks going it uh, are, are going to win it. The Heat kind of are in dysfunction. Um, it's interesting that they are the eighth seed this year. So, um, yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be a little toughy. Uh, the Cavaliers and the Knicks. Uh, the Knicks have already won one against the Cavs. Um, man. This is going to be a good series right here. Seven games, Donovan Mitchell, right? Jalen Brunson, yeah, it's going to be a good series. Now, what I will say to, to all my people in New York City, all my New York City fans, you know, saying New York City, stand up. <laughs> right, stand up, stand up. But let me just say, after one game, relax. Okay? After one game, relax. All right, we are in playoff round one. Relax, <laughs> okay? But y'all hype, and I feel that. You feel what I'm saying? 76ers and the Knicks, um, I definitely see Philly probably guess, uh, breaking this out in six. Um, and then for the Celtics and the Hawks, I definitely see the Celtics. You know, I think the Celtics beat the Hawks definitely 112 to 99. So I definitely see maybe a four. Uh, maybe five game, uh, maybe sweep or gentleman sweep in this series. Okay, um, so y'all let me know who who you get uh, get to pick going into the semifinals, and then uh, who do you got winning it all, man? Who's your who's your prediction to win it all? All right, let us know in the comments. Okay, all right, y'all, I love y'all. Y'all be good, stay easy, be breezy, be good. Um, we'll be back with another one. Be uh, sure to subscribe. Uh, to the podcast wherever you listen again uh, watch us on the TAC Media Network and you feel what I'm saying like comment subscribe here you feel what I'm saying I love y'all this has been another one and we out of here peace